yes, 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 it's Roboto Thunder at the Guildhall in Stockport for Future Shock Wrestling. Now, Lotto Thunder is interesting because, first of all, all the competents, all the people who are um, filming and um, ringing the bell and all of that are from the Performance Centre, which is great. So you will get some more experienced people in this uh, on this card, but uh, and quite literally, card, explain why in a minute, but there'll be quite a lot of people who really are keen to make a good impression and quite a lot of them do. Now, the whole idea is with Lotto Thunder is that there are playing cards, higher, lower, lower, higher, and all of that sort of thing. I did shout that out quite a lot. Um, I was at the show, you see, did shout that out and um, till talk to stop by my friend Dave sitting next to me. Hello, Dave. And um, it's got a new jacket, like a Harrington thing. I was a bit frightened of it, so I, I stopped. Anyway, um, they've got these uh, these cards, and members of the audience pick the cards, and then the person who's picked fights the other person. Now, they're telling us that there's nothing around like this at the moment. There isn't. I think they also said, you'll never have seen anything like this. Well, you will. It's called Lethal Lottery from the WCW. Never mind that. This is Future Shock. And actually, it was pretty good. What it means, I suppose, and it did seem as though it was on the hoof booking, um, which I usually don't like, but on this occasion, it was absolutely fine, is that they're calling the matches as they're doing them. And sometimes you can tell. And sometimes you can't. Really well done. So... First match we have is Jason Senna versus Ethan Kelly. Jason is the Black Dragon. There's not really much response when Ethan Kelly's card comes out, but he doesn't half have a go. There's good wrist lock and bridging reversal from Jason Senna, who, ha- who has some really smooth moves, you know. He hits a lovely Rana, Hurricane Rana that would be. Nice slap on the back, um, from uh, back elbow from, um, from Ethan Kelly and a drop kick and then a nice segue from a leg tie up to a headlock for Jason Senna. That was nice. Kelly hit a high knee for a two count, but an integrity to suplex with bridge for the pin. He likes a bridge. Take it to the bridge, Jason. And he does quite a lot. And um, then we've got Lance Rivera, who's the Playboy Prince. He's got kind of um, quite thin pink trunk trouser things. I suppose it's a shame because of all the people tonight he was the one that I left with an abiding memory of now he's fighting um, Lee Dawson who is very popular like the fuse dynamite Lee Dawson yeah seen him several times and he's all right it's um Dawson's got a drop kick to start with he's excited about that well I mean I mean it's not a massive move to be excited about there you go Rivera comes back with a short clothesline. Then um, he goes over the top from a clothesline, lands on his feet. That's hard to do, I must say. They go out to the outside. Uh, the, uh, the plastic announce table is used. Don't smack each other's heads into it too much. It will collapse. Then you've got a really nice um, selling of a, a whip to the buckle from Lee Dawson. He really goes for it as if, he's, as if it really hurt him. Nice Rivera suplex, float over for a two count, then a butt bounce. He does quite a lot of joying with the audience, does Rivera. 
He um he does quite a number one, he calls himself, which allows someone later on to chorus number two, which which I suspect is what he wants. And um he, he likes to to do all that, you know, calling out to the it's a bit Jim Brakes. I know Jim Brakes, you know, is is an old school wrestler and um isn't wrestling at the moment, but all of that kind of shouting at the audience and all that kind of face pulling and all that, I like it a lot. He got a neck crank, um, Dawson crawled to the ropes, screamed. He oversells sometimes, I have to say. We don't need a, a Lance Rivera cr- a crotch chop. We don't need that. It's not the Attitude Era, and I don't need it. Then a finger manipulation whilst he slaps Lee Dawson's palm. That was something quite interesting. Then... Dawson comes back, two knees to the in the corner. They're brutal, and then a suplex. Um, well, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a sort of, kind of like a. Well, I suppose it's a vertical suplex, but he hits it too high on Dawson's neck, so he just tries it again. Should we do that again? Didn't really work, did it? So, so they do it again, and then Dawson hits the crossface for the match. It was a good match. Next, we're getting Antonio Steen, who's got a bit of a goth sort of thing going on, versus Tubit, the Rat King, who is now part of Northwest Strong. Interesting, because people don't really like Tubit, but they're going to have to like him a lot more now he's in Northwest Strong. Or maybe they won't. It's a bit of a tweener organisation, ain't it? By the way, we're going to have Chris Ridgway, one of the originators of Northwest Strong, coming back from Japan and fighting. The wrestling dad, Damon Lee, for the title in the next event. That'll be good. Back to this match. Lovely brainbuster early on from Tubit, who when he comes out, he's just smiling. Because he knows the audience hate that. So he's smiling. I personally love it. It's a meaty slap, nasty clothesline. Then uh, Tubit can't suplex him, tries twice. Shouts of weakling from a kid, which is very good. Exchange of chops and then um, Tubit's good outs. He, he comes from the outside in and clips the leg. And then a lovely pop-up powerbomb. Then a fisherman suplex. He knows exactly what he's doing. Steen gets gets slapped but smiles through those and wants more. Gets a knee off the top for a long two. That was nice. But Tubit is dirty, down and dirty. Bites the hand. Hits um, a sort of inside out. Or over the top, Bulldog, which looks a bit dangerous. Got the near naked of the rear naked, or rather the near naked, or the rear naked, either way, for the for the tap. Really good match again. And then you've got CP Riley, who's making his debut tonight, and Declan McCarthy. CP doesn't really want to fight Declan McCarthy. Declan's gonna kill you, chant. And, uh, you know, Declan's kind of old school, tough. Um, Riley begs off. He, uh, he then uh, gets hit with a nasty back suplex, hits some punches, does Riley think he'd go up, and then you have them. No effect. He's put down by just one of Declan McCarthy's. Things don't seem to be going that good. He's scrambling and, sc- and scuttling for the ropes, is Riley. That's really good sports entertainment, wrestling entertainment. Meanwhile, McCarthy hits a huge uppercut and a back suplex. The chops are huge, and then... Riley kind of comes to life, comes back with some chops of his own, but um, McCarthy just unloads one to the back of his head. It's a massive power slam. That's what you get. That's what you get for trying to chop. You get a massive, massive power slam. That sort of thing. Then um, Riley 
gets a long two count from a drop kick and another from a spine buster. He's doing all right. He then gets overexcited, runs right into a knee, takes a nasty spine buster, and then a crank on the arm for the tap. This became rather good, but it was good wrestling entertainment from the beginning. And somebody else who's a great wrestling entertainer, what a segue, Harley Hudson, who says she's come from Liverpool to, to Manchester, something she doesn't like to do, to point out there's no women's wrestling on this on this card. And she's right. And it's right for Future Shock to point it out, but they really should be doing something about it. Anyway, she says that everyone's frightened to fight her. And I wouldn't be surprised. They're all running scared. And from a prolo, promo like that, or a prolo like that, I wouldn't be surprised either. Now, semi-finals we don't get to pick. It's Jason Senna versus 2-Bit. 2-Bit is smiling, but a little less now because he's been in a big fight. It's good matching though. Nice 2-Bit chop to the back of the neck. Senna comes back with a tilt-a-whirl hurricane runner. He's very smooth. They trade forearms. There's a massive Senna chop. 2-Bit's shocked face is extraordinary. Oh, I didn't expect that. Then a brief surfboard. Unfortunately, Senna topples off and a Pele kick to the back from 2-Bit. 2-Bit cranks on the leg. Senna gets to the ropes. 2-Bit continues slapping his chest while he's supposed to be breaking the hold. It's great. Then he hits a single leg Boston and an arm capture, but Senna comes back with a roundhouse kick, a very bridged suplex, he loves that bridge, for a two count. Then a missile drop kick, a fisherman suplex for a very long two. Two-bit bites, uh, begs off, and then bites the arm. He bites off and then begs the arm. No, it doesn't go well that way. He begs off and bites the arm, that's what he does. And suddenly Senna's got a bad shoulder. The ref advises him against continuing. Be careful, mate. Think twice. But he wants to continue. Two bits straight in. Wraps it in the buckle pad. He puts the arm in the buckle pad and then runs in and kicks it. I've never seen that before. Very good. He tries it again in the next match. In the final, because he wins. Because he cranks on that shoulder for the tap. I knew this was going to happen. Senna looks good. Two bits got to be in the final. And I suspect the final will be Dynamite Lee Dawson. He's fighting Mr. McCarthy. My money would be on Dawson. However, McCarthy's smiling at Dawson right from the beginning. Works on the arm, then Dawson works on the arm. I think McCarthy thinks, that's enough of working on my arm. Hits a double arm capture with a knee in the shoulder, stomps the shoulder. Dawson's in pain. He's got the Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen thing of, I can't do anything. Can't execute a move in the corner because he can't get the, the impetus because of his bad shoulder. McCarthy just carries on. Good hammerlock. Nice enziguri from Lee Dawson. Cannonball over the top. Swinging neckbreaker from Dawson. Muscled up exploder from McCarthy, which was V-nice. And then Dawson fights the Cloverleaf, hits a draping DDT for the pin. Now, I thought he'd get the pin, but I thought it would be just rolls him up. And that was a good way to finish it. Wrestling entertainment, two different styles. They meshed well. Very nice. And now we're on to, by the way, I've had me break and me packet of quavers by this time. Big packet, you know, massive. Dave didn't have any, I had them all. Anyway, you've got um, the loser's lotto match. So it, apparently, while photos were being taken in the, in the interval, Danny Proper got involved. We like Danny Proper. He's very well liked in, uh, in Future Shock. And he's got the team of Riley and Rivera with him. And then Tony Wright, who was doing the announcing, has got the team of H and Steen and, and Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Kelly. That's right. And actually, when, 
when they started, I wasn't so sure, but it was really good at the end. You got proper smiling all the way through this, even when Tony Wright gets the better of him. You got a big Steen kick in the corner, big Steen, and then Rivera selling Kelly's punches very well. He's jumping in the air, very like Ric Flair, jumping in the air, a bit like Ric Flair. And then there's a fast bulldog from Riley, who gets a lot more work in this time. And a huge Danny Proper back suplex. Good uh, good Riley Boston crab. A spine buster from Tony Wright. And then a fantastic T-bone suplex from Danny Proper for a long two. Rivera hits a falcon arrow. And there's a lovely moment where he gets a move in. Just looks at the, just flexes, looks at, looks at us and says, yeah, that's very good, I like that. I do love that. He comes and sits with us for a moment. He sits just in front of me. It says, tells me how hard it is and how what hard work it is. But for him, it seems very easy. Steen then is off the top onto everybody. And Proper gets the pin on Steen eventually. Um, it's a good match. But the person who came out best was actually Mr. Rivera. I really like Lawrence Rivera. I think he's great. He needs some new ring gear. But I like his work and I think he's got a nice attitude. He was the one that I remembered, apart from Two-Bit, because he was in the final with Dawson, and that smile's a bit of a ring to grin by now. Now, he works on Dawson's arms, because you've got the, my shoulder, I can't do anything, stuff. Kicks it, arm in the buckle pad again. There's an arm bar, Dawson's screaming at this point. Then he works on the ankle lock. What? Why would you work the ankle? Into a fisherman's suplex for a two count. A short hold vertical suplex. A basement leg lariat. You can see this is all too big, can't you? But Dawson comes back with a cracking scent on for a one count. Just a one count. And then I've never heard such an enormous crack from a chop. Two bit was surprised himself. Dawson was shocked because he was the one taking it. I've never heard it resounded around the Masonic Hall. It was extraordinary. Then he goes to chop again, but then bites Dawson on the mouth. It's half kiss, half bite, half bite, and the crowd love it. Dawson, though, comes back. It's a cross face. Two-Bit sells it well, bites his hand to get out of it, and then Dawson hits a cutter and gets the win. You knew Dawson would win, but Two-Bit's kind of been burnished a little in, in that way, and that's really important. And Dawson tells us he'll come back for the Adrenaline Championship. Well, you might, but tonight, well, you might, but tonight, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't light on talent or action. See, that's all right, but you see. I love Future Shock. I missed the last event. I'm really sorry I did. But this was something very special. It was out of the usual run of things. It wasn't run of the mill, but it was running really hot. I feel like I won the lotto after seeing that. Ta-ta.